Hello, this is Mark Silverman, Managing Member and Founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a Certified Financial Planner Professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Hello and welcome to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Mark is a certified financial planner professional and founder and managing member of Silverman and Associates, serving you right here in Tucson and Southern Arizona. Check him out online at savingwithsilverman.com. That is savingwithsilverman.com. Or you can give him a call or text to 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Again, you can call or text. No cost or obligation to have a consultation with Mark and just sit down and talk about your specific situation. And Mark, it's been a while since I've been on the show with you. How you been? I've been good, Mark. How about you? Not doing too bad. I missed chatting with you. I hope that you've had a, a good summer so far. So far, so good. It's been hot. It's been hot. Yeah, I was just out your neck of the woods not too long ago. I was over in Vegas uh, for some okay. business and some fun. So uh, it was definitely hot. <laughs> yeah, it's hot here. <laughs> but I uh, hope things are going well for you. And we got a great show lined up, so we're going to dive into it here today. Like I said, if you'd like to talk with Mark, you can call or text anytime throughout the program. You don't have to wait. Uh, 520-333-7601. Call or text that number. So, Mark, let's kick it off here a little bit and talk about some risk aversion First thing, I guess, is when someone says that to you, what does it mean to you when someone says, well, I'm risk averse or I'm worried about risk? You know, risk means different things to different people. It's always funny because somebody might tell me that they can't handle any risk, which means that, you know, if they see their portfolio lose 5%, they can't handle it, which is okay, you know. And then some people say that they can't handle much risk and maybe they can only handle a 10 or 20% loss. So what we do is we use a technology. In fact, I was one of the early adopters of a technology where we actually can really pinpoint a number, a risk number, and actually show you how much risk you're taking versus how much risk you've indicated that you're comfortable taking. And what we find, Mark, is about 80% of the people we do this exercise for are taking more risk than they indicated that they're comfortable taking. And so what we do is when somebody says they're conservative or they're aggressive, we have them fill out this, it's an online questionnaire to really understand that because again, you know, conservative means different things to different people. Aggressive means different things to different people. So we want to be able to standardize it so we know exactly what they mean. Well, okay. So when people are saying that to you, do you think that they're claiming that because they just have too much of their money in a risky place or they're just not really sure? What, what do you think there? I would say people aren't really sure. Uh, you know, people tend to become more aggressive. You know, we've had this huge run up in the market. I know things have kind of been a little sideways since uh, February, but since 09, the markets have been pretty much straight up. And so people tend to become greedy. And so they tend to take on more risk. And remember, risk is only a problem when the markets go down. Risk is never a problem right. when the markets go up. Right. Everybody wants to be risky when the market's going up and everybody wants to be conservative when the market's going down. Unfortunately, nobody has a crystal ball, including myself. So we really can't time the market. And anybody that claims they can is lying to you, unfortunately. Yeah, there's uh, no magic eight ball, right? You can't shake it and mm-hmm. get the, or if it does, it should always say outlook is cloudy. I think that was one of those ones that the magic eight ball <laughs> used to do. This is Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. We're talking about risk aversion here. Maybe you can describe a situation for us then, Mark, where you've seen someone carrying a lot more risk than they really realize. Maybe they have to have that uh, uh, analysis done to find out before they know. 
Yeah, we just had a couple come in a couple of weeks ago and the husband happened to be a little bit more aggressive than the wife, which is typical. Right. And so they were, but they were pretty conservative. I would say they were conservative to moderate if you had to generalize where they were. And we ran the analysis and lo and behold, they tended to be more of a slant to aggressive. Actually, they didn't have a lot of fixed income or bonds in there. It was mostly stocks with a little bit of cash. And so they tended to have a lot more uh, risk than they thought they were. And we showed them with their plan what that would impact would look like if we had another financial crisis, we can back test it and show them how much they would be uh, exposed to losing if they stayed the way that they were, which is a helpful exercise because it's nice to see what would happen before it actually happens when things are going negative. And so in that particular case, we were able to show them and demonstrate it. And we were able to make the changes, which actually put them in a better position than they were if they hadn't done anything at all. Well, I know it's kind of tough to get you know too specific because everyone's situation is different, but if you could just kind of maybe give us a a quick overview of what a retirement plan could look like or might look like it's been structured for someone who's risk averse, but doesn't want to just keep their money in cash where they know they're not going to get much growth. I just had a situation last week, a couple came in and you know they've got several million dollars, about a third of their portfolio, a lot of it in their, in their IRA account was sitting in cash. And the problem with cash is cash doesn't pay anything. So yes, it can't go to zero, but it doesn't pay anything. So if you're in too much, and you've got to have a certain amount of cash, you've got to have enough for emergencies and things like that and to cover expenses. But if you're sitting in too much, you're losing purchasing power. And they were in their early 60s. And so we're looking at you know a 30 plus year retirement. So the problem is we, we are able to demonstrate for them with the plan is show them based on their current allocation of what they were doing, sitting in that much cash, and his strategy was that if the markets went down, then he had cash there to protect him. The problem was when we showed him his rate of return that he would expect from that portfolio and his risk that was associated with it, we were able to show them that with a different diversification, we were able actually to increase his return by a half a point per year, which is significant, as well as reduce his risk. So less risk, more return, which is obviously everybody's idea, but we were able to show them that we could do that by just changing the allocation, which is what we strive to do with everybody. It's not always possible, but in their case, it, it did work out that way. Well, Mark, you know, if people have questions and concern about, you know, their risk tolerance, risk aversion, whatever term you want to use, it's pretty easy for them to kind of sit down and find out some more information by just simply having a chat with someone like yourself. Right, Mark. So whether you're a first time listener to the show, or you've heard me for a long time, if anything I've said makes sense or resonates with you, this is now your opportunity to come in and have a conversation with me in my office to go through this process we call the financial physical. I can assure you, I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. Rather, we will discuss your values and goals in a way, honestly, you probably never have. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who's actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. And as part of the financial physical, we will discuss your cash reserves, debt if you have any, insurance, all types, and how to best allocate your assets. And we'll even benchmark where you are now financially compared to where you want to be. So you have an even better perspective of what's required to achieve your goals for the reasons that are important to you. This will become the foundation for developing a plan that gives you the highest probability of making that happen. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. 
And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. We try our best to help everyone have our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting for the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. And that number to call or text to take advantage of this offer with Mark is 520-333-7601. Again, call or text 520-333-7601 to get started with the financial physical that Mark mentioned. And there's no cost or obligation to come in and sit down and have that conversation. So get started today, 520-333-7601. Just pick up the cell phone that's nearby. Give Mark a call and get on the calendar for a time that's convenient for you. You are listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman, and we'll be back with more here on the program right after this. You finished school and worked hard to get your first job. You told yourself you'd save for retirement, but that old jalopy you bought when you were 16 broke down, so you bought a new one. You started to save, and soon you bought your first home. Then came pets, kids, and your world changed some more. You worked hard to provide for your family. You made sure your kids got a good education. You might be sending them to school right now. Or maybe it's the grandkids' turn. And of course, you're now making sure your parents are looked after. Through the years you lovingly sacrificed for your family, now it's time to take care of you. Love others well by taking care of yourself. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman to discover how to build a financial plan that'll continue providing for you and the ones you love for years to come. Back here on Saving with Silverman. Before I forget, let me remind folks that uh, if you'd like to check out the website, it's savingwithsilverman.com. That is savingwithsilverman.com. Check them out there. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources to be found. And of course, anytime throughout the program, you can call or text 520-333-7601. If you call during the show, don't worry. We're not putting you on the air or anything like that. You just leave your contact information and the team will get back with you and schedule a time to talk with Mark that's convenient for you. 520-333-7601 here on the program because you know making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. So with that in mind, Mark, let's talk a little tax consequences there are different types of accounts that have different tax consequences tied to them. So I'll toss a couple out here at you and you just let us know on some of these and we'll bounce around and talk about some of these things here. Let's start with the basics, tax deferred accounts like the 401k and the IRA that most people have. Yeah. And you can also expand that. That would be like your SEPs, um, okay, yeah. your simples, your TSPs, 403Bs, et cetera. The alphabet um, soup. <laughs> the, which most people have. That's most people's biggest investable asset is in tied up in those accounts, particularly their their employer's plan, like a 401k, et cetera. And they're great because you get to get put the money in there. It's pre-tax. A lot of companies offer matches. It grows tax deferred. However, when you take out that money, it's all taxable as ordinary income, which ordinary income is typically the highest tax bracket you can be in, which is not a favorable thing. The biggest issue we run into is when people turn what's known as 70 and a half, they have to take what's called an RMD, required minimum distribution. And so the government forces you to take money out based on the value of that account and your age. So the older you get, the more you have to take out. And you can't avoid taking that money out. And so if you start saving a lot of money in these accounts, you start having large money that you have to take out. And if you have pensions and social security and other income, that's added onto it, which can put you into a higher tax bracket. 
the IRS doesn't care. You have to take it out each and every year. So with the proper planning, there's strategies out there where we can try to minimize those by, you know, what's known as, as doing partial Roth IRA conversions, et cetera. But tax deferred accounts is, is where we see the bulk of the assets for most people, which are great because they're tax deferred. But when you have to start taking that money out is when you start paying the piper, if you will. Well, we're talking about some tax consequences with different types of accounts that exist here on the program with Mark Silverman of Saving with Silverman. And of course, you can reach out to him at 520-333-7601. Call or text either one, whichever is convenient for you. 520-333-7601. What about taxable accounts, Mark, uh, after-tax brokerage accounts? So this is just money that you've that you have in your checking, maybe in your savings, a brokerage account, et cetera. It's not designated specifically for retirement. One thing I didn't mention about the IRAs and the Ross, there are age requirements. You can't just put the money and take it out. That you typically have to wait for most cases till you're age 59 and a half before you can take it out without penalty. There's still taxes, but there's a 10% penalty prior to 59 and a half. There are some circumstances where you can get out of it sooner, but the taxable account is fully liquid. So you could put the money in today and take it out. However, you are paying taxes. It's not tax deferred. So any gains, interest, all that sort of thing you're paying taxes on. We have a unique way of actually tax managing the money where we can keep taxes at a minimum. That's another strategy that's out there, which works great for these taxable accounts. But you know, a lot of people have money that's not sitting in retirement accounts, and this is just money that's there that might be funding a purpose that you need to fund prior to 59 and a half or may not be a retirement need. Maybe you're saving for something else. So it would be in an after-tax account, which is what this is. Okay. So now the last couple of ones I've got on my list here, I, I don't know how much of this kind of factors in now because I'm sitting here looking at it going, well, CDs, is there is there much to talk about there? No, I mean, a lot of people aren't buying CDs. I mean, if you get a good money market account out there, you're probably very similar to what a CD is going to pay. CDs don't pay a lot of interest. Even if you tie it up for a longer period of time, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But you do pay taxes on it each year, even if you aren't taking the interest. Good thing is it's not paying a lot of interest. The other nice thing about that is if you need to get out of the CD early, it's typically a penalty of six months worth of interest. However, they're not paying you much interest, so the penalty is not that much of a deterrent. But CDs are, are out there, but not very often. We don't see too many people doing CDs these days. Is there something for us to think about, Mark, in this uh, tax consequence conversation we're having when it comes to life insurance? Yeah, you know, life insurance can be used for different things. Uh, I've mentioned before, we use a lot of it, you know, for legacy planning. But right. We also are using a lot of it to cover long-term care expenses. We can also use a lot for a lot of self-employed people. We can build policies where you can create tax-free income in retirement. So there's a way where you can borrow from the policy. Or you're basically borrowing it from yourself and paying yourself interest back. And what it is, is it's providing income in retirement that's tax-free. And so that's always a nice way of doing it. So there are some tax benefits if it's done correctly. You can't just take a term policy and do that with it. It's got to be a certain type of policy and it's got to be set up correctly in order to have it work that way. So it's all about setting up the policy to figure out what the need is going to be, you know, whether it's you need a long, a big death benefit or you need it for long term care or you need it for income in retirement or a combination of those. But we can really kind of pinpoint which one of those that you're looking for and see what's available out there. But life insurance has a lot more uses than what most people think. Well, you know, Mark, as we wrap up here for our tax consequences conversation and, and people, if you have questions or concerns or things about how these all pull together, that's part of what you cover in the financial physical. You know, Mark, just like you get a second opinion on your health, why wouldn't you get a second opinion on your wealth? So whether you're do-it-yourself or already working with someone else, this is now your chance to go through this process, as Mark mentioned, we call the financial physical. Do you know what your investments are costing you? If you're still working, are you on track to have the type of retirement you've always envisioned? Or if you're already retired, 
Do you know if you or your spouse are at risk of running out of money while trying to maintain your current lifestyle? And I can assure you, I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. In this initial meeting, we'll address issues of importance to you, provide an overall view of your situation, and give you some general advice on what needs to be completed. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who is actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one locally here on the radio in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. Just as you want to reach a healthy life from a physical standpoint, you also want to reach and maintain great financial health. So our financial physical is just what the doctor ordered. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting for the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. 520-333-7601. That's the number to call or text, whichever is convenient for you. 520-333-7601. And uh, of course, as Mark said, you can come in for that uh, consultation, that financial, physical, no cost or obligation. You just have to reach out and get yourself on the calendar because the slots do fill up pretty quickly during the week. And uh, it's complimentary to you. So 520-333-7601. And uh, Mark can take that call or text right now. Just reach out today. As Mark said, uh, making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. So do not wait. Reach out and get started today. This is Saving with Silverman. When we come back here on the other side, we're going to take questions from you around the area on the mailbag. Don't go anywhere. Picture this. Your financial statements have come in the mail. What's going through your head as you open them up? Maybe all that financial jargon is flustering. Maybe the numbers are confusing, or maybe those red arrows are leaving you in a funk. Don't base your future on a monthly letter. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. Learn what true financial planning really looks like. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on the program. This is Saving with Silverman. And, of course, uh, we certainly appreciate your time here on the program each and every week. Reach out to Mark by calling 520-333-7601. Call or text, I should say, and get on the calendar and talk with Mark Silverman about your own specific situation. He's a certified financial planner professional, the founder and managing member at Silverman & Associates right here in Tucson in the southern Arizona area. So reach out to him, 520-333-7601. Zero one, And of course, if you'd like to submit a question of your own, you can go to savingwithsilverman.com. That's savingwithsilverman.com and uh, and have your questions sent in. We'll read the best ones on the air each week. And of course, if you just want to talk with Mark privately, well, do that as well. 520-333-7601. But for this week, we got a couple of good ones for you, Mark. Howard in Saddlebrook says, hey, Mark, some people in the media say that I should invest primarily in mutual funds and that I can expect annual returns north of 10%. 
I don't really need returns that big at my age and at this stage of my life, but I'm intrigued by the idea. Where do I find these funds? Well, Howard, that's a great question. And I'm curious to see who in the media said that. So yes, mutual funds are a way that a lot of investors can get diversification. I'm not particularly a huge fan of mutual funds. They've been around a long time. We used to use them a lot earlier on. They do tend to have higher fees and expenses. So we tend to use lower cost options that are out there. There are some, some other drawbacks tax-wise with using mutual funds. But what concerns me more is the fact that you're expecting returns north of 10%. Yes, there are funds that have done 10%, but to expect that each and every year is not going to be a good thing in your plan. I would never illustrate that with somebody that they can expect a 10% rate of return or even north of 10% rate of return each and every year. That's way too aggressive. You're looking probably at very speculative stock mutual funds that probably are going to have a lot of risk. So when the markets do turn negative, which I don't know if that's this year, next year, or 2020, as some people are saying, but when that does happen, you're going to take a huge loss. So if you don't need those type of returns, that's why it's important to have a plan. And with the plan, we can show you based on what you've saved, what you have invested, and what your goals are, what you need, that sort of thing, what you want to accomplish. And we can show you what the rate of return that you need to accomplish everything that you're looking to accomplish. And a lot of times we can show you that you don't need to take as much risk as you're taking. We certainly appreciate the question, Howard. Uh, if you want to talk more one-on-one, give Mark a call 520-333-7601. Call or text 520-333-7601. Thank you so much for the question. Well, here's one from Martha. She's in Vail and she says, Mark, my aunt died recently and left me her house and some cash. I've never had a desire really to have a rental property before, but I'm considering keeping the house, making it a rental, and uh, using it since this opportunity has fallen into my lap. Do you think that might be wise, or would I just be better off to sell it and invest those proceeds some other way? Well, Martha, another great question. You know, it really depends. I have clients that have done well with rental properties, and I've had clients that haven't done well. My personal experience with myself is I haven't done well with rental properties, and here's the reason why. I'm not a handy person. I'm not good at fixing things. (laughs) And so with that being said, I had to hire a property manager, which, you know, they take a percentage and they handle it for you, but they take a part of the rent. So depending on if you have a mortgage or not, it's about creating the cash flow and what your net is after expenses, upkeep, taxes, et cetera. So if you're going to plan on managing your yourself and you're going to be doing the work to manage it, you're able to do them and manage it that way, it might work well for you. If you have to outsource it to a property manager, that's going to eat into your returns. And then when you look at taxes and upkeep and all those other different things that are going to happen, or you know, if the house sits empty for a while and you have to pay, if no money's coming in, but you're putting money out to maintain that property, that could eat into your retirement as well. The nice thing with investments are is if you're in something and it's paying dividends or interest, whatever it might be, you can expect that on a regular basis. Where with a real estate market, you know, values go up and down, you have renters that are in and then they're out, et cetera. So it all depends on how it fits into your overall plan, but it could work well for you, but it might not. And if you have some questions and you want to sit down more specifically and talk about it, give them a call, get on the calendar, come in and have a consultation, no cost or obligation to have a chat and talk about it. 520-333-7601. Again, call or text 520-333-7601. Check out his website, savingwithsilverman.com to submit your own question or just look around. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources there. Again, that is savingwithsilverman.com. And we'll finish off with our final one this week. Mark, it's from Floyd and Floyd's in Green Valley. And he says, Mark, I've heard a guy advertising that he specializes in retirement planning for people who have at least a million dollars saved. Now, I myself do fall into that category, but I'm not sure if he actually has a specialty at this or just is looking for people with more money. Is this really a specialty that does exist? 
I think I know who you're talking about, the firm, and it's not really retirement planning that they specialize in. It's They do just do investment management. They don't do any planning whatsoever. They're just investing the money for you. That's kind of their niche. And, and, and you know, and if you hear what we talk about, we ask that uh, we're best served for people that have at least 250,000. And the reason being is I don't have a bunch of advisors that work under me. I don't pawn you off on somebody else. And so I can only, there's only a certain amount of time. And so I can only serve a certain amount of people. So when it comes to people that have a million dollars save and that sort of thing, which is a lot of our clients, they have certain needs that don't exist when people have smaller accounts. There's certain tax considerations. There's other issues that are involved. Typically taxes are a bigger factor because you want to make sure we're trying to minimize the tax situation and, and, and working with your estate plan and working with your CPA, your tax situation. So that there's some insurance needs that might be different. So the higher end people that have saved quite a bit more tend to have different needs than people who are just maybe starting off. And so that's where we tend to follow as well. I mean, I try to help everybody that I can, but the, the truth of the matter is I don't have the time to help somebody that only has $10,000 to invest. Unfortunately, I can try to point them in the right direction, but they're not a good fit for my clients. And I don't take on a client unless I can serve them because we do meet with our clients on a regular basis. It's not like I'm taking somebody into the office and we're just selling them an annuity and you never hear from us again, which unfortunately on the radio, there's probably more than half the shows are people who are just trying to sell you annuities, which it's a commission product where they sell it to you and you never hear from them again. So right. that's not what we do. We service our clients. We're there. Uh, we meet with them on a regular basis. So there is time consideration. So if I don't have the time to put into it with somebody, I won't take them on as a client because that's not fair to you or I. Interview as many advisors as you can. I think this particular firm is out of state. And so you'd be talking to somebody over the phone or they come to your house, if I'm correct. But, you know, we'll, we'll be happy to meet with you here in our office if that's something that you're interested in. But great question. Yeah, really good ones this week, actually, from Howard, Martha and Floyd. We certainly appreciate all the questions that come in. And if you have questions yourself, like I said, you can reach out to Mark anytime by going to the website, savingwithsilverman.com or give him a call at 520-333-7601. And we'll kind of finish off one more time talking about the financial physical and really what you can expect if you would like to come in and sit down and have that one-on-one chat with Mark. Well, we've had some great questions this week, Mark, and I want to direct anybody that's interested, go to our website, like you said, savingwithsilverman.com, click on the media tab, and there's a place to submit your question, and there's a good chance you'll get to hear it here on the air. But here's a simple question, and can you answer it honestly and objectively as possible? Aside from the happy hellos and how's the family, and aside from the occasional lunch or golf game, I mean, I get it. I'm as much friends with so many of my clients, they become true friends over the many years. But I think the question has to be asked, especially in light of the stakes. Is your current financial advisor truly adding value beyond a doubt? And I'll repeat, is your current financial advisor truly adding value? It's a valid question as a friendship or just relationship allows you not to be in a position to ask those critical questions. Are you talking about taxes? Are you talking about Social Security and income and risk and diversification and insurance and estate planning and healthcare? Are you having those annual reviews? But hopefully it's more frequently than that. Is there detailed follow-up? Is there accountability? If you are, if all of that is happening, congratulations because you've got a great relationship and send your financial advisor a thank you. But if you're not, if you're not having that, if you're not feeling the value, if you're not having these in-depth conversations, then you owe it to yourself and really to your family to have a conversation with someone else because if you don't, you're the one that's going to suffer. You're the one that's going to pay the cost and it'll cost you in more ways than you'll ever know. Let us prove to you how we can help your money go further in retirement. Let us show you with our financial physical. I believe you'll be surprised at what you'll learn, and this won't cost you anything. Give us a call or send us a text to 520-333-7601. 
520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Or check us out online at savingwithsilverman.com. That's savingwithsilverman.com. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Well, as always, we certainly appreciate Mark's time on the program and for folks out there listening, as he said, to take advantage of this great opportunity. It's 520-333-7601. Call or text right now, 520-333-7601. No cost or obligation. And Mark, as always, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. appreciate your wisdom and uh, always look forward to talking with you. Mark, always happy to be here. And I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen. Yep. We'll do it all again next week here on the program. This is Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman, Certified Financial Planner Professional founder and managing member at Silverman and Associates 520-333-7601 we'll catch you next time Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities product, service, or investment strategy. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified advisor, tax professional, or attorney before implementing any strategy or recommendation discussed herein.